back on your wedding day, you said your vows, and you hoped that that person is going to be there for you for a lifetime. But the sad truth is, many who say, I love you, I do, I'm with you, end up getting a divorce. And today we're going to be talking about this, um, but we're going to offer some hope to those who are struggling. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team. And Greg, I love how you have statistics and insights and perspective. Talk about the impact of divorce uh, on the individuals, on the couple, and beyond. Yeah, I mean, the research is so clear. I always think if you imagine marriage is kind of looking like a big ball of yarn or maybe a big ball of fishing line, depending on your, your interests, Either way, it's that interconnected, intertwined life that we've created for however many years Mm -hmm. that we've been together. So to unravel that is not this gentle process of simply just separating. That's a tearing, a cutting. That creates so much pain. It's almost... um, it's almost an indescribable pain, the the depression, the anxiety that comes from that. You know, what's life going to be like now when as as we are torn apart, our marriage, the financial loss, the the loss of a lot of friends who are couple friends or friends that take sides. I mean, we're mm-hmm. losing that support. Our kids, our extended family, are de- they're devastated. The lies that Satan will write on your heart. See, you just weren't, you know, you weren't valuable enough. Mm. See, you, you're a failure. I mean, all that stuff is is going on, and and that's why it, it it is such a long journey of managing and dealing and growing and healing from divorce. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no doubt that divorce le- makes many waves occur and, and affects people for a long, long time, generations, uh, frankly. Let's go ahead and hear more of a story uh, that we have heard portions of before, Jeff and Cheryl Scruggs. And last time they told Jim Daly and me about how Cheryl wanted to end the marriage because she was having an affair, and Jeff, he wasn't even really aware of it. When did you actually find out about the affair? The papers arrived that night. It, did you have a talk that night, or did it take even more time? Or did it... She still didn't tell me about the affair. It was like I could not figure out why she would go through a divorce. I mean, I knew her family, and you know, her parents didn't have a great marriage, but they stuck it out. You know, and like my parents had been married at that point close to 50 years. And, you know, so I was just like, I, I didn't get that. Divorce wasn't even in my vocabulary. And I'm like, how can things be so bad that we can't just go get help and fix this? But she powered on and pressed on, and mm-hmm. I really didn't know what to think, you know. And so you were at a loss, really. I, yeah. Well, that's he when tried I, and tried and tried, and I finally moved upstairs, and he just kept begging me, like Cheryl, what? I mean, what could be so bad? And so I'm keeping this huge secret. There's an elephant in the room that he didn't know about. Mm. So we divorced in August of '92, and. Obviously, we didn't keep going to the same church, so I'm the one that left and went to a new church. And uh, again, this church was just, oh, the gospel was being preached every single week. And I kept hearing it and kept hearing it and kept hearing it. And these women at the church my age were normal, fun, and they, they kept loving on me. And I kept thinking, why do they love me so much? I'm, I'm a mess. My life's a mess. I just went through a divorce. I felt like I had a scarlet, you know, letter on me and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And what I realized is what they had was Jesus and I didn't. And so within a couple of months, literally 
three months after we divorced, I came to know the Lord mm. as my Savior. And so as great as that day was, that's how devastated I was, too, because what I saw is what I left in, in my wake, and that was you know, a broken marriage and broken family. Mm. Uh, Cheryl, I mean, it's interesting to me to hear how God was working on your heart, mm-hmm. even in this depth of despair, really. Mm-hmm. How, how did you feel uh, pressing ahead with the divorce when that day came and the divorce was final? Mm-hmm. How did you feel? August 21st, 1992 was the worst day of my life. Mm. That was the day our divorce was final. And I stood at that in front of the uh, judge and he said, so you're here to divorce. And Jeff wasn't there, of course. He wasn't going to go. And I said, yes. And I stood there. My heart was just breaking as I stood there. And I thought, what am I doing? And then the attorney, I, I left the judge and he, I walk outside the door, and he, he grabs my hand, and he said, congratulations. Mm. And I said to myself, congratulations? And so I literally got in my car, and I thought, what in the world have I done? But it's what I wanted. I called the guy that I had, the, you know, was having the affair with, said, it's over, you know, and then we could actually start a relationship. And I'm doing all these things. My heart is, I am broken it was the worst day of my life. It really was. That contradiction when you look back on it, what was happening in your heart? Well, I, I believe what was happening is that God was just coming after me ferociously. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And I, in my flesh, now I understand the difference between the spirit and the flesh. My flesh was winning out. It was, And, then, and I was following that. And I was diving into the temptation. And I was buying the deception. Mm-hmm. It's really what was going on. Uh, you still haven't told Jeff where things were at at this point. Mm-hmm. How long from the point where the divorce was final mm-hmm. did you actually uh, come clean and mm-hmm. basically tell Jeff what was going on? <laughs> yeah, she didn't actually come clean. I mean, the way I found out was, you know, was through uh, going over to her house to pick up the girls. And I went over to the house to pick up the girls, and I saw him in her house. Well, then I was able to put two and two together because I knew him. Uh. He had come in for yeah. the weekend, and so he was. It was like six o'clock in the evening, and Jeff yeah. was picking the girls up for the weekend, and this guy was right there at the front door because he had just gotten yeah. there. And, and my first feeling was actually relief because mm-hmm. I'm like, "You got the answer." No, no, yeah. what's been going on? It's like you know, I couldn't figure out what was going on up to that point, but now it at least made sense to me. And then it went pretty quickly to anger. Yeah, and I, I pretty, I stayed in that anger stage for a couple of years. Aaron, we've heard quite a bit from Jeff and Cheryl. Um, why don't you address this head on? Uh, what encouragement do you have for the couple? They're they're thinking it's broken, it's over, it's time for a divorce. Yes, and couples come in and they are one, they're all wondering that. I always say you don't come and sit on a counselor's couch because things are going great. There's something that's not working, and they're there asking like, is there hope? And they'll they'll even say, is it worth fighting for? And of course, this does not refer to a relationship where there's abuse occurring. 
I'm yeah, safety is the primary concern right absolutely. there, Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And typically, neither one is feeling very emotionally safe. Mm. So it's really digging in and exploring what is going on. Typically, either one heart or both hearts are closed, calcifying, or hardened. And if that's going on, then digging in and looking at what's going on for that individual is just key. And how do we get hearts back open? And we're, that's only going to happen if both individuals feel safe. Mm. What I will say is that the impact of divorce is great. Anyone who has walked through a divorce, I am yet to meet someone that will say, gosh, I wish um, we would have tried less. So what I'll often say is, you know, if it, if it were me putting myself in your shoes, I would not want to make a decision about my marriage if my heart was closed. And so really referring them back to themselves to go, what is going on inside of me? Where's my heart at? If my heart's closed. I'm not thinking completely clearly. And I also want to add this disclaimer, that it takes two people willing to fight. That if one person is gone, because this happened to our daughter, her husband left. He wasn't willing to fight for the relationship. He wasn't willing to work on the relationship, and she wanted to. So she walked that out and ended Mm -hmm. up with a divorce. And the pain has been excruciating. So it's just looking at where am I at? Am I at a good place to make a decision? What is the Lord saying to me Mm -hmm. as far as am I being released from this marriage? And that's between you and God. But what I know to be true is the same issues that you deal with with you in a relationship are going to follow you to the next one. Mm -hmm. Thinking that the grass is greener, you know, in the next yard down, guess what? The same issues will start cropping up and there's great impact on you physically, emotionally, on your children, on your children's children. So it's really taking it slow, slow it down. There's no rush to file. Yeah. And if you need a safe place to talk things through, um, we'd love to tell you about our Hope Restored Marriage Intensives. Uh, We have seen God redeem so many relationships, couples who thought, yeah, we're there. It's time for a divorce. Uh, They go to these uh, intensives and they come out changed. They come out with hope. They come out with a sense of purpose. And uh, we want you to be part of the success statistics, if you will. We want you to find restoration and hope for your marriage. And uh, we've got a link for Hope Restored in the show notes. And we also have caring Christian counselors. If you need to talk to somebody, uh, give us a call. Our number is 800-A-FAMILY. And if you can, donate today to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us uh, get this message of hope out. And um, when you do, make a gift of any amount. We'll say thank you by sending a copy of the book by Jeff and Cheryl. It's called I Do Again. And uh, the links are in the show notes. Well, next time, Greg and Aaron will discuss ways they've learned to share the load in their daily routines. And uh, for now, on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm-hmm.